Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk through the scary truth about insomnia. And this is a two-part series. In this week's episode, we're going to dig into what insomnia actually is and the scary truth about insomnia too. And in next week's episode, I'm going to walk you through a couple of steps that you should know and consider if you are suffering insomnia to eventually get rid of that. And of course, I know if you have insomnia for months or even years, it's not going to be done by listening to podcasts. But I think it will absolutely be worth listening to it this week as next week too, because you might get that one single inspiration that helps you to really make improvements. And this is what it's all about, isn't it? So let's have a look at what insomnia is. We all know that it's about sleeplessness. And if we look up insomnia in the dictionary, you will find something like habitual sleeplessness or the inability to sleep. And both is true, of course. But there is a major difference. If we look at the habitual sleeplessness, that gives us the control. So we're in the habit of being sleepless and we are in control of our habits. So if we are willing to change our habits, we will sleep again. Uh, The second part is a little bit more critical, but it has the same uh, degree of truth in there. It's the inability to sleep. So we're unable to sleep. The control is somewhere else. We can't sleep. And the control is somewhere else because we do not know the cause yet. We don't know the cause yet. We have to find out the cause to change it for the better, to be able to change our habits, to change the circumstances, to let us sleep again. So as said, this week we're not going to look at the how-tos. That's part of the next week, giving you concrete steps, what you can do and inspiring you to take action. Uh, This week we're going to take the time to look at the language, what we're doing right now, and getting conclusions and inspiring thoughts about our insomnia. So one question that you want to answer right now, right here is, do you know if you are in the mode of being a habitual insomniac or are you somebody who can't sleep but doesn't know why at the moment? So take your time, really think about this for one minute, two minutes, doesn't have to be super long, but take your time and write down your conclusion. I really urge you to take a pen, a piece of paper, and write down why you think that the answer is like it is. And that way you will benefit most from next week's podcast. So the next thing we want to look at are the two types, the two basic types of insomnia you will find if you ask Mr. Google. Uh, So there's the acute insomnia and there's the chronic insomnia. Uh, The acute insomnia is something that shows up short term and will disappear when the cause is gone again. This can be a stressful situation that you're walking through in life. This can be a pain that you have through an injury or anything that is short-term and triggers your sleeplessness. Typically, you would know the cause in this case. The second type of insomnia is the chronic insomnia. So this is the longer-term insomnia. You would have to have at least three sleepless nights a week 
over the period of at least three months and then you would be considered to have long-term insomnia. Uh, and the reasons for this can be longer-term stress, anxiety, depressions, or causes that you do not know, triggering long-term sleeplessness. And for the sake of this podcast and helping you most, we'll stick to the acute and the chronic insomnia. There are further subcategories, so you can go into more detail like the maintenance insomnia, which is if you are able to fall asleep but can't stay asleep. So you would wake up after two or three or four, four hours and have a problem falling asleep again and other ones too. But for the sake of this podcast, I think we're going to stick with the acute and the chronic insomnia. And actually, this is a good point to switch over to unleash the scary truth about insomnia. Uh, as you can read in the Bible, and I'm not going to get religious here, uh, <laughs> dear no, but in the beginning was the Word. So the Word creates the fact. And we are building up not only more words around insomnia, sleeplessness, than we used to have, they're also getting hyped in the media, in the newspaper. You can read about insomnia everywhere. It's kind of this cultural movement. And at some points, the movement is creating, the word is creating the fact. So from being something good, being able to describe a specific disease, it's getting to something that's actually creating the disease. So if you, I'll explain what I mean with this. If you would kind of uh, have a sleepless night or two, and now somebody, you know, you heard about insomnia, and you would start to Google. That's what we do nowadays, right? We go to Google and we ask Mr. Google, Mr. or Mrs. Google, could be Mrs. Google too, uh, what she thinks about insomnia and our sleep symptoms. And guess what happens then? Of course, I did this for you, and I have a little print out here that I'm just going to read. So if you Google insomnia on Google, um, if you Google on Google, yeah, that's great, then you will find the section people also ask, where you can see what people around insomnia ask or any other topic that you search for. So number one, what causes insomnia? Question number two, how can I stop my insomnia? Question number three, can you die from insomnia? Da -da. Question number four, what are the three types of insomnia? How do I get rid of sleepless nights? Then, is insomnia a mental illness? Is insomnia a sign of cancer? So things are not getting better. The word creates the fact. You read this stuff and you get scared and never underestimate, undervalue what your unconscious mind does with you if you get scared. You have to sleep better. Do I have cancer? Oh my God. Uh, it, can I get cancer from this if I don't get uh, restless, restful nights? I really have to sleep immediately. I have to sleep today. And this is not how it works. This is exactly the opposite of how sleep works. So this is what I'm saying. The word can create the fact. And there are other examples like ADHS or ADHD, which kids get diagnosed if they are not able to focus or concentrate over longer periods of time. Uh, and this disease was named just, I'm not sure how many years, a couple of decades ago. And from then on, the diagnosed kids went up and up and up. And the pharma industry sold Ritalin and Ritalin and Ritalin, which is not really fun because Ritalin 
calms down kids and it uh, kind of gets active in their brains. And you can imagine if you have a kid, the brain is still growing, it's still evolving, the networks are firing on all cylinders to build up these relationships, the neural patterns. And now you're giving them stuff that kind of messes with them. In many cases, these medications are really helpful. But in even more cases, I would say they're harmful. Um, of course, kids have to go to school, but we as a society should think about if it is normal for a kid to sit still on a chair for hours and hours and listen and learn stuff that it might not even be interested in. Or if this maybe is causing the problem. So, but now we've got a word, now these kids are sick and now they have to take medications. And this is exactly what I see with insomnia too. It's a word, it's getting hyped. More and more people are kind of getting involved. You have to do something about this. And in the end, it's building up more sleep pressure. And of course, sleep medications are getting sold on a big scale too, which are not going to help you long term. They might help you to sleep. And in some cases, again, uh, get me right here. And you might be exactly this case. In some cases, these medications are just sent from God because you need them. You have a real functional disorder. You uh, would be cracking up if you get no sleep at all. But in most cases, they are going to lead you into the wrong direction. They're not going to help over longer periods of time. Your sleep patterns are, uh, are not the same. You will kind of get addicted uh, in regards to that you want to take them uh, regularly. And um, they will also tend to wash off. So you will at some point maybe even need to take more than the medication you start off with. So there are many drawbacks and we should really think about where the word is creating the fact and not push everything to word like insomnia. And a good thing to start off with, and this is also where I'm going to close this section, is to build up your sleep trust, to value sleep as what it is, a very important, very valuable part of our life. And we should consider to make the best out of it, really enjoy going to bed, um, putting effort into our bedrooms, keeping our sleep tidy. And that will help so much more than to think about things like insomnia and other stuff around that. And this is what we are standing for here at Sleep Trust. We want to value sleep as what it is. We want to give you the trust back that you can sleep and will sleep superb again. And we will do everything to help you to get into that state again. So before we will dive into if insomnia is treatable, yes, it is, in next week's episode, and also we'll have a look at some concrete steps that you can take to get inspired on changing things for the better and building up your sleep trust, I want to ask you to visit our new Sleep Trust homepage. You will find it at sleeptrust.eu. I think it's really lovely. Uh, given created it, it's just super fresh. There are tons of content on there that you can download for free that will help you to build up your sleep trust. You will find cheat sheets that you can download and print to do a bedroom assessment, to create new habits 
and everything around sleep. So don't miss out on this. Please check out our website at sleeptoss.eu and feel free to drop me feedback on um, my email at podcast at sleeptoss.eu. I'm happy for every feedback that I become from you over the website or maybe even if you want me to cover a specific topic in future episodes of this podcast. So check it out. And with that, we're coming to an end. So let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. Insomnia is nothing else than sleeplessness. There are two basic categories, the acute insomnia, which is short-term sleeplessness, and the chronic insomnia, when you are sleepless for over three months for at least three days in a week. Insomnia is also a word that has been hyped through the media, TV, internet, and news over the last couple of years and is starting to create reality instead of only describing it. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we are going to figure out what you can do to free yourself from insomnia. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu, that's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.